You're listening to episode 29, All About Fitness. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your girl, your host, Portia Scott. This podcast is on a mission to inspire and empower you to take your life off autopilot, optimize the power of your uniqueness, and execute intentionally in every area of your life. This episode is being sponsored by Wake Up and Show Up Live. It's a daily show giving you a daily dose of inspiration and empowerment Monday through Friday on Facebook Live. The show premieres Monday, March 30th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Head over to Facebook and like us at I Am Portia Scott so you don't miss out. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the first episode of season four. Yes, the podcast took a little spring break a little early, and I'm so glad we did because who would have known that when we came back, our lives would be turned upside down. And so before we left, we had some exciting news that the Wake Up and Show Up podcast now has texting. We would love for you to text the phrase wake up to 31996. This is so that you'll sign up for special text messages from me. I'll keep them short and sweet but informative. I'll let you know when there's a new or bonus episode that's being released, send you a little encouragement and make sure you're up to date on all the new stuff we have going on. So again, you can text the phrase wake up to 31996 to stay in the know. So you guys, since we've been gone, we have landed in the middle of a pandemic. And honestly, I do not remember anything like this in my lifetime. And so you guys know how we do on the show. We always like to say what we're grateful for. And so in the midst of all of this, in the midst of the crazy, where we all have reasons to complain, I want to let you know that today I am so grateful that my home is sanctuary. And so for me and my family, we live a really busy life. And one of the things that John Henry and I decided years ago was that when we are home, we're going to be home. We're going to be present. And that's something that we've tried to make a staple in our house But when you are forced to be in the house with the people you love and it can still be sanctuary, man, that's amazing. Now, that's not to say that I am ready to just run out the house and hug like a 100 people because the extrovert in me is like, what is happening? Not to mention the fact that I am a homeschool teacher now to a seventh grader and a first grader. And let me tell you, I forgot about the Pythagorean theorem. I mean, who would have guessed? I don't even know how I passed it the first time. So hopefully I'm teaching Miracle the right way. And if not, I have asked her math teacher for grace. So one of the things that I'm asking each and and every one of you to do is think about that one thing that you're grateful for. And today, let's leverage a little grace to ourselves and to those around us. This is new to all of us and we're trying to navigate what's going on. And so I ask that we would be graceful to ourselves and to one another. So don't beat yourself up, mom and dad, if you can't quite figure out this homeschooling, if the digital learning has you going crazy, if trying to figure out a schedule isn't working out, give yourself grace. And also give a little grace to the little ones because they're trying to figure this out just like we are. Today's episode was actually recorded prior to everything happening. And this house guest was actually on his way to Kuwait where he's currently deployed. He is a major in the United States Army, as well as a certified trainer with the Aerobics and Fitness Association of America and a certified member of the Idea Health and Fitness Association. He is the president and CEO of All About Fitness Incorporated, a nonprofit charity organization which has now grown to more than 15,000 followers. All About Fitness, a 2019 Aerobics and Fitness Association of America and National Academy of Sports Medicine preferred partner, is a platform to help the global community obtain total fitness, mental, physical, financial, legal, and most of all, spiritual. The one thing I really, really loved about this story 
about the founder and our house guests and the organization that he gets to serve is that we really do get to see how the small steps in life lead us to the destination and really take us on this journey to showing up. Uh, I love the fact that they provide a holistic approach to fitness and it's just not body. But like I mentioned in the bio, it's mental, physical, financial, legal, and spiritual. So we're living well-rounded lives. And not to mention, he has also been featured on publications such as Army.com, Up and Coming Weekly, Fayetteville Observer, Fort Bragg Paraglide, and ABC 11. In 2018, this house guest was unanimously selected as a member of the prestigious Fayetteville Observer 40 Under 40 Class of 2018. Help me welcome today's house guest, Dwayne Webb. So, Dwayne, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Portia, for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited about your story, and I just know that, number one, it's going to inform people, but more so, I think it's just really going to be a testament to what you do, who you are, and how you're really impacting humanity and the things that you're doing. So one of the things that I always do or we always talk about is what are we grateful for? So because you're sitting in the hot seat, you're sitting in the guest chair, I'd like to hear if you could tell me, uh, what are you grateful for today? So Portia and uh, whoever is listening, many things I'm grateful for. One is just being alive. I just got through traveling to Georgia and made it back safely. Just being alive and being in a position where I can help other people is one of the things I wake up and look forward to, and I'm very, very grateful to be in good health, to be in good spirits, and to have a, the support of such a successful fitness organization that I can go out and, and change people's lives every single day. So that, that's what I'm extremely grateful for. That's excellent. I absolutely love it. I love your story. So um, I met Dwayne. I'd actually seen all about fitness all over Facebook um, anyway. But when my brother-in-law introduced me to Dwayne and I started to see the articles that was written and everything behind it. Um, and I think what we're going to hear in this interview is really to see the heart that he has for people, the heart that he has for community, but that sometimes life doesn't always go exactly as planned, but I feel like we always end up where we're supposed to be. So. Dwayne, I want to talk a little bit about your journey. And in 2018, you were named one of Fayetteville's top 40 under 40 by the Fayetteville Observer. Um, and in short, tell us a little bit about why you were being recognized. So Fayetteville's 40 under 40 recognizes people that are contributing back to society, people that are giving back, people that are giving of themselves. And I was totally caught off guard with that award. I've never heard of that award until one day I was sitting on my couch, similar to the couch I'm sitting on now, and I got a call. I says, hi, this is the Fayetteville Observer, and you've been nominated, and not only nominated, but unanimously nominated to be one of our 40 under 40, so 40 up-and-coming community activists under the age of 40 for Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is where my All About Fitness uh, headquarters is. So that really blew me out of the water, never expected that. But in the end of the day, I was added to a cohort of people that before they hit the age of 40, they contribute something to Fayetteville and the Fayetteville area as a whole, and that's uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. So that day, I will never forget. It's one of the best awards I look back on and one of the many, many awards that I didn't expect. And it's simply not just me, it's my volunteer staff and everybody that helps all about fitness run every single day. So. Absolutely. You said something was, it was one of those things that you will never forget, right? And I think in life, a lot of times we have these shifts in our trajectory, right? And this one was exceptional. You know, this was really showing that you and your team and everything that you do, that you were being awarded for that and nominated for that. And so I want to talk a little bit about and kind of go back um, to some of those shifts in, in our lives. And so if you could think about, you know, what kind of drove, not even all about fitness, but just like the one of the trajectory shifts in your life that kind of has you here or had you there at that 40 under 40 and here still doing what you're doing on this larger scale. 
So as I think back, and what quickly comes to mind is what some people will perceive as negative shifts, but they all shaped me to be what I am today. The first shift I would say is getting kicked out the house. The best thing that my dad could have done for me is say, you know what? Since you can't take all of these chances we're giving you, and since you can't get right, you can't live under my roof, disobeying, living under my roof, dis disregarding my rules, etc. You, you graduated from high school. I told you you can stay here and go to college. If you, as long as you're doing something with your life, you can stay here until you get on your feet. But I decided to want to chase the parties and, and chase the life of things that I thought were more important than going to college and doing the things to make me successful in life. And my dad kicked me out. That was the first shift. The second shift, once my dad kicked me out, I went active duty because I had no other place to go. So right. I went active duty Army. And the second shift was when the military almost kicked me out because the same things that I did for my dad to kick me out, I took right. those same things to the Army and the Army was preparing to kick me out. And I was, I was actually on what you call extra duty because I got in trouble <laughs> and got my rank taken. And I went right. down two ranks and I was sweeping the sidewalks or raking the grass. I can't remember doing something outside on extra duty. And a guy by the name of Sergeant Major Christian. And Sergeant Major is the highest rank enlisted that you can be in the, in the Army. And he came out and says, what are you going to do when we kick you back to Shreveport, Louisiana? Because by this time, I was in Hawaii. That was my first active duty duty station. Wow. So thousands of miles away from home, I still haven't learned the lessons that caused my dad to kick me out. And I was getting ready to get kicked out of the military the second shift in my life. And mm -hmm. Sergeant Major Christian gave me another chance and I'll never forget years later, specifically last year in 2019, the Shreveport Times, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana originally, the Shreveport Times wrote an article on me and it released it July 4th and went back and found Sergeant Major Christian all the way from 2000, so 19 wow. years earlier, the guy that was getting ready to kick me out the military, but for some reason, and I have no idea why, for some reason he gave me another chance fast forward 20 years later i'm still here i'm now a major back then i was a pb2 <laughs> a private in the army getting ready to get kicked out and no telling where i would have been right now in my life if sergeant major ray christian wouldn't give me another chance so that was the second second major shift in my life and that's mm -hmm. all i needed that's all i needed those two negative shifts propelled me to where i am today to all about fitness, to being a major in the army with 22 years of, uh, of total service. So I think that speaks to just life in general. You know, I was thinking when I first heard you say, you know, you're doing extra duty sweeping and, um, and I think at that moment, so many times we can look at our lives at that point and say, man, you know, I really messed up. And so you had somebody to kind of ask you that question. But I think I want to ask for other people that may be in, maybe not doing extra duty, but in a point of their lives where they're like, I'm, you know, I'm making, I made some bad mistakes or I'm at where I'm at due to some, you know, maybe some unforeseen circumstances. And so when you were that private that had gotten kicked down uh, to ranks at that point, like, how were you feeling? Was it like, this is my life or somewhere on the inside of you, did you still know, like, I'm still meant for greatness? So I've always been resilient. I never thought greatness would be all the things that I am today. Never would have imagined that at that time. I, all about fitness wasn't even a thought. Being an officer in the Army wasn't even a thought because I was enlisted. And there's two different things, enlisted in the military and officer in the military. I never would have thought that I would have been here today but I also never thought that that was the end of the line for me. I've always been resilient. My dad raised me like that. So I knew there was something for me, but I just knew that I had to get right. I had to stop doing what I wanted to do. So I needed those two negative shifts, the kick out, the getting kicked out the house and then nearly getting kicked out of the military. But at no time did I think that it was all over for me or I couldn't make it. So to go back to the moral of the story, no matter what you've done, no matter what you didn't do, no matter where you're at in life, I'm the poster child for falling down to the bottom and getting up and starting all over again. So if you're out there listening, no matter what situation you're in, you can get up and take that first step. And that first step is better than stand down on the ground. Absolutely. I love that. Taking that one step. We talk about that all the time, that getting to the big 
is really a journey of one step, one decision, one day, you know, one goal um, at a time. And you kind of took that and you're showing that. And so let's talk a little bit about um, just all about fitness and what this looks like. And so I've heard the story um, and I've seen it online. And even as I was talking to you a couple of times, I was like, this is incredible that you've taken this thing um, and how you've grown it. And so talk a little bit about the genesis of All About Fitness. So All About Fitness, a lot of people ask me, how did All About Fitness get started? And usually ends up with people laughing. All About Fitness really, in my mind, started because I was cold. I'm very, very cold natured. I grew up in Louisiana. <laughs> Anything less than 60 degrees is cold to me. Right. So I arrived, I arrived in Korea in August 2012. And by September 2012, it was getting cold and it was snowing. So I simply wanted people to work out with. I'm the type of person that I'm not a loner in the gym. I would rather have somebody on the treadmill next to me I'd rather have somebody on the track next to me. I'd rather have somebody on the weight bench next to me because that just makes life easier for me because I'm a, I'm a natural extrovert. Right. So it started getting cold. So I started asking my friends, hey, can we work out together? Because with the snow coming down, our fitness levels are going to come down if we don't make ourselves get up and go to the gym, whether we got to take a snowmobile to the gym or ice skate to the gym, right. let's work out together. So people started seeing us working out together and says, hey, y'all are always in here. Can I join you all? By that time, it's September, it's October, snow is coming down. I mean, snow like I've never seen before. I grew up in Louisiana. We got ice. We I don't mean, really have snow. My first time seeing snow was like in Korea. In Real Korea. Snow. So yeah. what is like the temperature? I've never been to Korea. I lived in Boston, but that I've heard that Korea like winter is terrible. So is it like below two degrees, freezing? two degrees, three degrees, negative five. I was told that in 2012, that was one of the worst, worst winters on record. And just so happens this country boy from Louisiana that is cold once it dips below 60 is now in Korea and wondering how in the world did I end up here in wow. Korea. So started working out. People started noticing. By that time, it started getting cold. And if you know anything about Korea, even if you've never been there, you can get anything made in Korea. So everybody knows somebody that used to be stationed in Korea. Mm -hmm. They got suits made. They got coats made. They got right. everything made in Korea. So we started getting us sweaters made, hoodies made in Korea. So we said, let's come up with a name. So the original name for the All About Fitness family is All About Fitness Club. So it was a workout club of sorts. And it was all military people at first in 2012. Again, I never thought that it would bloom to where it is today, but this started because I was cold. Wow. So people started noticing us with our All About Fitness Club hoodies on. Because now you have branding. Now you have yeah. your branding that you didn't even branding. try. You weren't trying to do it. You just... We're not even trying. We said, hey, let's just have a workout club. Mm -hmm. So people started noticing that branding and people started saying, how can I get one of those and work out with you all? So we worked out a deal with the people that sold us the hoodies and says, hey, we're going to send people up here. They're going to tell you they're from the All About Fitness Club and we want you to give them a hoodie or sell them a hoodie. So that's how I kind of got started. I was cold. I started working out. We got hoodies. People started noticing. People started buying our apparel and we became a bigger and a bigger and a bigger club. So as many people know, you usually only stay in Korea a year if you're not there with your family. So about the time I got ready to leave Korea, we said, hey, how are we going to stay in touch? So one of the people in the group said, hey, we'll make a Facebook page. So that's when our Facebook page was born in 2012, 2013. And Fast forward to 2020, we started off with maybe the five people that were working out with us, mm -hmm. and that was about 15,000 people strong. Wow. We have a lot of different social media pages. We, our trademark is, 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 has been approved. We're a 501c3, but it all started because I got to Korea. <laughs> it started snowing. I was, cold. was cold. I, ne I never imagined this, and here we are today with all the things that we have in place today. So it has expanded beyond just military people working out. Yeah. We have way more people that have never served in the military or used to be in the military than we do 
a military people. That's one of the main messages that we have to dispel because they see that I'm in the military. They say, and oh, they this think is a that military group. No, it's not. We have ninety percent more people outside the military than we do people that. Wow. So when you left Korea, um, about how how big was the club then? Because uh, that was. When I left Korea, we had probably less than 50 people on our, on, our, on our Facebook page. And that was just the people that built up and started following us over the two years that I was in Korea. I actually extended an extra year because I was having so much fun in Korea versus when I first got there, you would have never heard me say, I'm going to extend in a place that can dip below zero. Right. So that is incredible. So we have 50, we're starting out with 50 people. Um, probably, when, probably about 50 people in 2000 and... 14 when okay. I left Korea to go to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay, so you leave Korea, you're going to Fayetteville, North Carolina. They want to keep this going. They want to know how can we still, you know, keep everything together. So you started this Facebook page and then you hit Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yep. And unlike Korea, it's warm, right? And, yep, it's warm, uh, <laughs> <it's warmer. laughs> and then you also have already this establishment that has gyms everywhere and people are working out so then what do you do then so when i got to korea when i got to fayetteville north carolina in the summer of 2014 i quickly realized that if i wanted to continue this which i did we would have had a hard time getting people to come to our workouts because unlike korea fayetteville had a gym a crossfit facility a functional fitness facility, a Zumba, there's, there's a Zumba instructor everywhere you look. They had so many different workout opportunities. So I said, how can we differentiate ourselves? We're still called a club from all of these other fitness organizations so we can build our brand and build the participants in our, in our events. So what we came up with, we said, hey, there's so many people concentrating on physical fitness. Hey, come here come sweat, come to spin class, come to right. hit class, come to Zuma class. Let's concentrate on total fitness. So we reshaped our mission statement to not just to get physically fit, to get totally fit. So legally fit, financially fit, spiritually fit, mentally fit, in addition to being physically fit. And yeah. the way we went out and we tackled those legal fitness mental fitness, financial fitness. So for mental fitness, we went out and I purposely went out and, and found everybody that I can find that was a social worker, oh, that God. was a psychiatrist and says, hey, if I get a group of people together, will you will come you? for free and teach us how to handle stress, teach us how to handle conflict in our marriage, conflict on the job. I went out and talked to small business association reps. I went out and talked to bankers. I went out and found business owners that looked like our participants, single moms, single dads, that still run their own business, run their own podcast, et cetera, and says, hey, can you come talk to us about running a business, establishing a business, where to start, et cetera. I went out and found law clerks and lawyers and literally had people come in and teach us about legal fitness, what to do when you get pulled over, what to do when you want to establish a will or establish some type of legacy mm -hmm. financial for your family, but you want to do it legally and not just, you know, a word of mouth. Hey, I want you to take care of my family when something unfortunately happens to me. So that's how we differentiated ourselves. Our mission statement evolved to, to not just physical fitness, but total fitness, legal, yeah. financial, mental, spiritual fitness. So we started a blog. We started an Instagram page. We started a Twitter page. We trademarked our logo. We established a web store. We filed for 501c3. Mm -hmm. We did all of these things. When I say we, people came to me and helped me and says, hey, this is growing legs. So wow. this is what I am good at. I can do your paperwork for your 501c3. I can do your paperwork for your trademark. I can add more graphics to your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about an Instagram page and a Twitter page? So Fedville is when we really, really, really evolved from mm -hmm. an All About Fitness Club to all about fitness family that concentrate on concentrates on total fitness and we kind of just blew up from there our motto our motto has always been the classes are going to be free mm -hmm. and i never want to charge people so that meant i had to get creative when it came to negotiating can we use your rec can yes. we use your church can we so use i want to hear that i want to yeah. make sure we get into that but you said so much and i think um 
because you said people started coming to you and saying, hey, I want to help you do this. And I don't think that that would have happened if you were not intentional about this. You know, in Korea, it was just, you know, it was the club, but it was something you fell in love with. And then you get to Fayetteville and you say, you know what? I want to be intentional because you could have just said, let's just do fitness. Let's just be a competitor of fitness. But one of the things that I've even found um, is that when people are not well, like when they are not spiritually well, when they are not well financially, legally, when they have uh, stuff going on mentally, it is very hard to work out. It's very hard to even have that motivation, right? To work out because you have so many of these other things that are sitting on your chest. So for you to even see that that was a hole in the market, you know, and what you were doing and to feel that, I think that that is really what is that intentional way that you said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get these people and I'm going to talk to these people. And so then people were like, I'm going to help you do this. I'm going to fill out this. So I think that's, I think that's important to know because it's really easy to get on your page. And like, I'm telling you, you have such a very engaged um, community. And I think that is because, and it's probably a lot of things, but just from somebody coming in and kind of looking at the page and, and like I said, I had seen the page before and people had shared the page before with me before we even met. And I think it really is because you're caring about the person. And so it, the people are engaged. They want to be engaged. And I think it's because you are serving the holistic person and not just, well, go run, eat well. And somebody's over here like, but I'm a single mom and I can barely put food on the table. So you're telling me to eat organic, but I can't even afford to do that, you know, so. Exactly. Exactly. One, one of the things that makes us different than any organization out there, in my opinion, and I get this question a lot, well, what makes this fitness organization different? You can go into a spa that has all types of things in a spa. They can do your nails. They can do your eyebrows. They can offer you spin classes. You can go get a massage afterwards. You can go get a tan if that's your thing. But a one-stop holistic fitness organization that's free that benefits the entire family that's kid friendly that's what makes us stand out another thing that i want to say is there's a difference between your calling and your purpose and it yeah. took me a long time to realize this your calling is wherever god has you in life right now your vocation another yeah. word for calling so whether you're working in the drive through you need to be the best drive through person ever there's a difference why chick-fil-a is so successful over Burger King, McDonald's, some of the people that's been in the game much longer because they put an emphasis on making you feel like you should be there. Now, I'm not advocating for Chick-fil-A, but when you walk in a Chick-fil-A, yep. like, man, I am at home. I'm going to buy all this chicken in here because these are the <laughs> nicest chicken sellers in the world. And they recruit like that. They hire people specifically for that. So you're calling for your vocation. You should be the best at it, whether it you're that nurse working up to being a doctor or whether you're that person that's in the drive-thru working up to being a district manager but your purpose is what god creates you and only creates you to do and some people have to it takes them longer to figure out their purpose it took me a long time to figure out that my love for fitness was my purpose and my ministry and the reason i bring up calling versus purpose your calling is not going to chase you but you can be better at your calling by working at it and working at it and working that's at good. it. Your purpose, God is going to send people to provide for your purpose because that's what he placed you on the earth to be. And your purpose sometimes is not the same thing as your calling. My calling, my vocation is a military soldier. My purpose is inspiring people and reaching people through fitness. And that purpose is also my ministry. Yes. I love that. I love that. It's so funny because you just like, you just said it. It was like, that's period. That's just it. That's exactly what it is. And I think it makes so much sense. And it's so good for you to say that, for you to say that whatever vocation you're in, whatever you're doing, do it well, do it with excellence, right? Because it's that one day, that one decision, that one thing that you keep doing that. And then your purpose is what you're called to do, how you're going to impact humanity. And I loved it how you said that essentially your purpose is going to chase you and the things that you need, the resources, the people, the knowledge, the wisdom, the skills, that'll chase you so that that comes to fruition. So I absolutely love that. Now you said something because um, you said that they can get this completely free. And this is what 
you know, took me back a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, we're building a business. How is this free? How are you maintaining everything? And I think you, earlier you were going to talk about that. So I do want to hear, how do you manage that? How do you manage to run this? And I know it's a nonprofit, but you have people that work for you. You have these, you know, people that come and speak. You have all of these things that you give back. And we'll talk a little bit too about what you do hands-on in the community um, that costs money, right? And so how do you manage that? So going back to that purpose, once you figure out your purpose and God only gives you your purpose and only shows and enlightens you on what your purpose is, the things just line up if you just walk in your purpose, even if you can't figure out how you're gonna do it. I never know from year to year where the different sources of income are gonna come from, but I literally, literally have never, ever, ever, ever went without with anything that's been placed in my heart as far as my purpose of reaching people through fitness and through All About Fitness. Our motto is, especially being a 501c3 nonprofit, mm -hmm. we negotiate for space and says, hey, we will help you be a benefit to the community because we'll come in and we'll teach in your facilities, which in turn is showing the world that College Lakes Rec Center, for example, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, is offering free fitness classes. Yes, they have paid classes, paid spin classes, paid Zumba classes, but once or twice or three times a week, there's a free class. So one of the one of the things that we do, one of our models is we go in and we convince businesses, rec centers, multi-purpose centers, churches that, hey, having a free event only helps your image and only builds your rapport with the community because you're giving back to the community. Number two, small grants and donations. We survive off small grants and donations. People literally from all over the world that I've never met send us money through Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, and I've never met them. They just see our purpose and what we're doing, which is ministering to people through Total Fitness. So simply believing in God is gonna provide every aspect of my purpose, we've never, ever, ever been without. I just moved to Texas about a month ago. Before I got here, God was already opening up the doors. People were literally hitting me up on Facebook. Hey, I follow you on Facebook. I know this person at the radio station. I know this church. I know this multi-purpose center. I know this person over here that will give you this and give you that. When I came to Texas, I literally walked into two radio broadcasts. I walked into a podcast. I walked into a church that was ready to open up their facilities. And we had our workout this morning inside a facility workout equipment was already there the previous workout instructor left all the equipment for us and i'm like god this has to be my purpose because we didn't even have to worry about raising money to open a new chapter in colleen texas you already had the building and the equipment there so that's our motto and we literally survived because i know without a shadow of doubt this is my purpose on earth and I, I simply just walked. I had no idea how Texas was going to work out. I didn't even want to come to Texas. But when I got here and just walking without knowing what was on the other side of that line, my purpose was laid out before, excuse me, provided for before I even got here. I think one of the things, because people listening, even me, like it's just blowing me away, but um, you, you're so fearless, you know? And I wonder if when you initially had this idea and you were like, I'm going to talk to these lawyers and I don't even know if they're going to give it to us for free. Like, how did you get over that? I guess that initial, like, look, this is my purpose and I'm just going to do it, you know, because you seem very, very fearless. Like I was, you just have an idea and you just go for it. So just trying to give something to someone who is at that point where they're like, I got to go talk to somebody or I have to go do this. And I'm, you know, fear is kind of holding me back from doing that because as you said, you may not know how to write a grant, but somebody was there and it was because you intentionally made those steps. So like how, I guess when you were first going to talk to these business owners, like were you nervous, were you fearful, or was it just like, this is who I am and I'm just gonna rest in that? So I've always been fearless. I've always been that kid that would jump in front of the crowd and start talking. <laughs> I've always been that kid that got in trouble because I talked too much in class. So fear was never was never a, a stopper for me or was mm -hmm. never a roadblock for me. Learning how to approach and talk to business owners <laughs> was a little bit of a hesitation for me. So I majored in business in college. I said, hey, I am interested in business. 
So I went out and got a business management degree. And then I switched over to public relations in the military and the army sent me to Georgetown University <laughs> to get a public relations corporate communications degree. So all of those things that I wasn't necessarily uh, fearful to do, but I wasn't polished to do. So I went out and I've learned those. And that's what we teach the people that come to our classes. You have all of these great goals and you talk about it from year to year to year. You see people lying about New Year's resolutions every year. I call it resolize. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to finally start my business. I'm going to finally incorporate my business. I'm going to finally start a podcast. And they talk about it. And before you know it, years, years go by and all they're doing is talking about it. So even if you don't know how to fill in the blanks, there's always somebody around you that knows how to do it. And you just got to be faithful and step out and do it. I did not know anything about starting a business until I went to college and I started asking people to help me. Matter of fact, when I started my first business, my instructor did the paperwork for free. He was a lawyer. He taught business ethics. He did my paperwork for free. He didn't even charge me because I was a broke college student. <laughs> All about fitness. I didn't know how to start a trademark. I didn't know how to trademark my name. I didn't know how to start a 501c3. A young lady came to me and said, hey, I did this for my church. I filed the paperwork for my church. I'll do the paperwork for you. So fearful was never a thing because I'm an extrovert, but that's not, my story is not everybody else's story. It's things that you're not good at, you have to go find people that are better at those things than you. And I think that's where people uh, get stuck, get mired down because of, of fear. But if you just find somebody, that's, I don't know anything about podcasts, <laughs> but I know Portia knows about podcasts. And so Portia's, like, you know, brother-in-law was like, hey, I know somebody that has a podcast and this and that. I would have never entered into the podcast journey because I don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm sure you have a podcast story, but I tell people, whatever you have in your heart to do, and once you figure out your purpose, just walk. Just walk, and God will bring all of those things to you, and I, can, I can't reiterate enough. I've never, ever, ever went without. As we expand, money is coming from all different directions. People are walking up and saying, hey, I'll write this grant for you. I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. And I didn't even go search for it. That is incredible. I think um, one of the things that that you kind of spoke about was, yes, you're an, an extrovert, but you said what you're not good at, get find the people that are good at that. And I think I don't work in your organization. I don't work in the organization or with the team, but that really makes and, and really speaks to your leadership even as president, as CEO, but even as a major, I can only imagine how you are with, you know, your soldiers and the people that are under you is that when you don't know, you find the people around you and get those people around you that do know, you know, what you don't know. So now we've been to Korea, we've been to Fayetteville, we're in Colleen. So how many chapters do you have um, currently that are active uh, under the All About Fitness umbrella? So there's currently six chapters, three in the state of North Carolina. You have one in Texas, one in the D.C. area, which covers D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And lastly, one in Columbia, South Carolina. So six total chapters. The newest chapters are Charlotte and Colleen, which just started within the last 60 days. Okay. And so how does, so you have these chapters, are these people that have been a part of the program before, and then they start a program in their area? Are they certified? How does that, what does that look like for? So the good thing, so the good thing about the chapters, if someone says, Hey, I heard you on a podcast or I heard you on the radio, I want to start a chapter in my area. So then we'll start talking. We'll work towards getting them certified. We'll work towards getting them space that they can use and they will fall under the tutelage and the covering of All About Fitness. So for the current chapters that we have, either I met them at our annual event. Every December, we have a big, big party where we celebrate all of our successes. We celebrate people's goal setting and meeting those goals. I meet people at those events that's been following us for years on All About Fitness. And they say, you know what? I've been following you for years. When I go back home, I want to start a chapter and we work with them to start a chapter. I've literally, here's one success story, Melvina Moses in Fayetteville, North Carolina, showed up to our workout and she said, Dwayne, I've never been picked for anything in my life. I've always been that non-athletic person. I've always the last person to get picked for the kickball team, etc." She showed up, she started working out, she started losing weight, she started building her confidence. She said, you know what? 
I want to learn how to teach classes. She started teaching classes. Another thing that we do is we allow people to teach classes. We teach them how to teach classes. If they're in school, in college, we've had many, many interns come and intern or work on their college degree, getting credits by working with a fitness organization. She literally came in as a participant, started teaching classes, learning how to teach in classes, got her personal training, excuse me, group training certification, and rose to be the president of the North Carolina chapter. And she walked in off the street, never having an athletic wow. bone in her body. And would tell the story in a second that I was always the person that never got picked. I was always the last person to get picked. So we build from within. That's we excellent. build from people that reach out to us and say, hey, I really want this chapter in this area. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how we expand. My vision and my goal and my heart is to have at least one fitness ministry, one fitness chapter in all 50 states. And when I retire, that's all I'm going to do is reach people through my purpose in life which is through Total Fitness. Excellent. So when you eventually retire, you'll just do full-time, you'll go full-time with All About Fitness. I go full-time with All About Fitness and full-time with mission work because one of the offsprings of All About Fitness is we give back to the community both domestically and internationally. Yes. And we call, we call it our mission arm. So I want to hear about that. So just because you led into it, let's go ahead and talk about some of the stuff. We've talked about the holistic approach. We've talked about the chapters and the programs, but let's really get into kind of that heart of um, that, that arm, you know, your missions arm and what you've done um, for the communities. So everybody that's out there listening, and if you're thinking about, man, I want this in my community, I want this in my neighborhood, there's four levels to how we build a chapter four phases for lack of better words the first phase is we come in and we establish a workout one day a week whether that's a tuesday night whether that's a saturday morning and that's the first phase the second phase is we start working out multiple days a week so as the crowds grow we say hey what other day of the week do you want to work out so the second phase is multiple workouts throughout the week that's group workouts the third phase is volunteerism we get out in the community and we volunteer there are four main volunteer efforts that All About Fitness does every year. The first one is hygiene drive. We literally get hygiene products and we pass those out to people living on the streets, living in shelters, and we even give them to schools that cater to low-income kids that may not even have toothpaste to brush their teeth before they come to school, so they got to brush their teeth at school. The first three months of every year, and that's what we're in now, we do our hygiene drive. The second three months of the year, we do a back-to-school drive. So all of our chapters, in some capacity, collect back-to-school supplies, and they give it to a local school, or we combine with another nonprofit to give those supplies out. So hygiene products, last year, we gave over 1,000 over hygiene kits out, and some of them went to Haiti, which is our international arm. We partnered with a church in Haiti, where every even year, me and a few of my volunteer staff members fly to Haiti, and we teach classes on hygiene, we teach classes on fitness. So we went in 2018, and we're going again in this year. The third thing that we do every year is a bags of love, Thanksgiving bags of love. So we get Butterball, and we get grocery stores like Harris Teeter to donate all the supplies, and last year we fed over 800 people for Thanksgiving. And the fourth thing we do, every year is a holiday bill pay. So we find people that are struggling to try to figure out how to put food on the table and have a nice Thanksgiving, excuse me, Christmas spread, or how to put toys under the tree, but they got a light bill that's about to get cut off. They have a water bill that's about to get cut off. And we will literally go in and pay those bills, that light bill or that water bill or that cell phone because it's vital to keep in touch with your kids, single moms or single dads so they can have the money to put food on the table or to put a few toys under the tree. So that's the third phase that we do when we come into a city. And the fourth phase is what I mentioned before, we get into those other aspects of fitness. So after we've worked out one day a week, we've built up the working out several days a week, we're out in the community giving back, mainly spearheaded by those four drives, hygiene, back to school, Thanksgiving bags of love and holiday bill pay. That's when we start concentrating on the other aspects of fitness. Cause like you mentioned earlier, If you're not financially fit, if you're not mentally fit, if you're not legally fit, how can you focus on being physically fit? So that's when we bring in those lawyers. That's when we bring in those 
psychiatrists. That's when we bring in those small business owners. That's when we bring in those nutritionists. That's when we bring in those foot experts to teach us how to even get the right shoes. A lot of people pick shoes based on these look good, these look nice, but they don't realize that different type of feet have to match with types of shoes. So we bring in foot specialists. We bring in people from Fleet Feet that know how to test their feet and tell us the type of shoes. So four phases that we do when we first come into a new city and that's how we build our program from the ground up. And in the meantime, we meet people that may have started with coming just to lose weight and they end up being the president, the vice president or the executive admin wow. of the different chapters. Wow. So one of the things I did want to ask, because say, you know, I don't have a, uh, a all about fitness program, you know, where I'm at, you do a lot of online challenges and things like that. So if I'm coming in and I'm like, I'm super excited about this, how does those, you know, how do those online challenges work? Um, I think you're in one now, actually. And then um, I think for people to kind of help people get over that nervousness of coming into a group of 15,000 people or newly, you know, not even somebody could be a runner, but coming into that new group, how do you kind of, I guess, integrate that? Uh, as people are coming in and working through those challenges? So we tell people that if you're not up to the point where you can come to a group workout, because a lot of people don't like groups, every morning we put workouts on our social media, all of our social media platform that you can do at home. And not only do we put workouts on there, we put alternate workouts because we understand and we specialize in catering workouts to people that have knee surgery, back surgery, back pain, elbow pain, whatever your ailment is, one of our mottos is no excuses. So we not only put the workouts up there, but we put what you can do if you think you can't do that workout. So every morning, all about fitness family, if you're listening to this podcast, Instagram is all about fitness family. Facebook, all about fitness family, four separate words. Our website, all one word, allaboutfitnessfamily.org. Every morning we put workouts that you can do at home. We also do challenges throughout the year. Right now we're about 22 days in to our annual 100 day challenge, which all you do is load the free app on your phone and you motivate yourself to walk every day. And by the way, you got about 100 other people every day, their mileage pops up on your screen. So that tells you, man, I am sitting in here eating a biscuit, watching TV. I need to be outside walking on the track because Portia has 30 miles and I got three miles. So there's a challenge. There's an in-home workout. Our motto is no excuses. So no matter what physical fitness you're in, level or ability that you're at, whether you haven't worked out since you were a cheerleader in high school or on the, the drum line in high school, there's a workout for you and it's free on our page and we'll never try to sell you any type of workout supplement or any type of workout plan because it's free. And not only is it free, I'm easily, easily accessible. My instructors are easily accessible. You can shoot me an email. You can Facebook me. You can add me as your friend on Facebook. I'm always there to help you and we'll even help you eat right and learn how to eat right along the way. Dwayne, that's incredible. So one of the things is that sounds amazing for just someone that was just the president and CEO of All About Fitness. But like you have a full-time, full-time, pre yeah. pretty much a 24-hour job, right? As a major in the United States Army. And I think people right. think that oftentimes the Army is nine to five. It isn't. You know, you just said you just came back from traveling. You have deployments. You have all of these things. And so... I could see how you're like, no excuses. And all of this would sound great if that's all that you did was just be the president and CEO. But how do you align all that? How do you keep it balanced with just being the president and CEO and also essentially being in command? You know, you're a major in the United States Army, so your responsibility's there. Right. I, I would say once something, I go back to purpose. Once you identify that this is my purpose, this is my place on earth, things just kind of work out in, in your favor. I've never had a job in the last five, six or seven years when I finally, finally succumbed to the fact that this is my ministry, this is my purpose that prevented me from doing everything that I needed to do. Once you stop fighting God, first of all, ask God, show me my purpose. But once you stop fighting God, once he tells you, 
he will make a way for you to do it. I have a super, super busy life, but I find a way because it's my purpose, things always, always work out. Another thing I can tell you that would encourage you if you're searching for your purpose or you've newly discovered your purpose is everything that you can't see and you don't have clarity on how it's going to work out, don't let that stop you from walking. Just walk in it, walk in it. I, just like I just said, the last six, seven, or eight years, my jobs have always been flexible and they fit into my purpose. And that's how I know that God is laying the way for my purpose. I write everything down. I don't have a strict, strict schedule like from 7.05 to 7.15, I'm going to do this. From 7.15 to 7.20, I'm going to do that. But there's three things or three categories of things that I put everything into. There's a I must do today. There's a as good as I got to it. It will be good if I got to it today. And there's that I'll get to it when I get to it. So in my mind or either on paper, I got three categories of things. I got to get to it today. It's good if I got to it today or I'll get to it when I get to it. But what I can say is things that are your purpose, it doesn't feel like work to you. Everybody knows somebody or you might be that person that have a job that, man, I hate going to work today. It drains me to go to work. I literally seems like I have endless energy because I know I'm walking in my purpose. So the emails and the Facebook messages and the Twitter private messages don't overwhelm me because I know this is my purpose. I love doing it. Some people out there is like, I'm not going to hit him up because he's a major, because he's the CEO of this company. He's that, he's that. He's, they assume that I'm busy, but I will reply to every email. I will reply to every message. And I got a team of volunteers that have the same heart as me. If I can't answer it, if I can't go out and do it, they're going to go out and do it. And that's how we keep up with that. When something is your purpose, it doesn't seem overwhelming. If it does seem overwhelming, you know, based on walking in faith in your purpose, that is all going to work out at the end of the day. So that's how I, people ask me that all the time. So that's a good question for you. How do you handle all of this? I tell people it doesn't seem like work to me because I love it. It's my purpose. Absolutely love that. Uh, Dwayne, I love what you and your team are doing. And one of the things that after talking to you, after reading just the articles and all the stuff that you've done is that you remain humble. Like you remain humble. You're not haughty. Um, all that you've been able to build. And so what keeps you humble? Is it that purpose? Is it, you know, just your own values, but wondering what keeps you humble? Because sometimes it is easy to get this success that you never thought would happen and lose who we are. And it seems like at the core of who you are, you are that same guy that was from Shreveport, Louisiana, that was yeah. knocked down to a private. Um, and what keeps you humble? My, the way my dad raised me. If, if you ever meet my dad or read some of the articles that are out there about me and about all about fitness, you will see my dad is always mentioned in that. My dad is the most humble person in the world. My dad can have all the accolades bestowed on him and all of these people talking him up, but he'll still talk to you as if the, you're just his best friend or you're just a person. I grew up, I've never met a stranger. So a person that I just met gets the same type of respect as a person that's volunteering and has been volunteering and giving back to All About Fitness. That's how I stay grounded, thinking back on how my dad raised me and how my dad modeled living a, a humble life out uh, out before me. So I would say in order to not get the big head is to never dwell on your accomplishments, always dwell on how you can help more people. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. But I want to know, one, how can we stay in touch with you? You mentioned it early in their interview, but I want to make sure we have a clean cut on how can we keep up with you? How can we join the All About Fitness family? How can we um, support you? That's one of the things I know it's easy when you have sponsors and what you do, but someone like me, you know, that's sitting down, that's listening to this interview and says, man, I want to just support them in my little way. So if we know how we can get in touch with you and then how can we support you? Okay. To get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, or through our website, All About Fitness Family. So for Instagram and Facebook, four separate words, all about fitness family. So make sure you put the family on there because there's lots of pages out there that are titled all about fitness. 
So make sure you put all about fitness family. And you'll know it's our page because you will see everything that me and Portia are talking about today. You'll see all of these talks about holistic fitness, etc. For our website, all one word, all about fitnessfamily.org. All about fitnessfamily.org. So maybe you don't have Instagram or Facebook. That's not your thing. Everything that we put on Instagram and Facebook, it automatically uploads to our website. If you just want to donate, and let me caveat donating with this. Don't think that, oh, I don't have $200 or $300 to donate, so my little $5, $10 is not going to help. Trust me, every little bit helps, especially when we start buying canned goods for Thanksgiving, when we start buying hygiene products. Imagine that what $5 can buy as far as toothpaste or toothbrushes because we buy this stuff in bulk. So if you have PayPal, you can donate to us, aafitnessclub at gmail.com. A as in alpha, A as in alpha, F-I-T-N-E-S-S, club, C-L-U-B. So aafitnessclub at gmail.com. That's our PayPal email address. If you're a cash app person, dollar sign, no excuses trainer, N-O-E-X-C-U-S-E-S-T-R-A-I-N-E-R. Dollar sign, no excuses trainer is how you donate on cash app. If you do decide to donate a significant amount and you want a tax receipt, we're a 501c3, so you can write this off on your taxes. If you miss any of that, or if you forget what the website is, you can always email us, AA Fitness Club Trainer. As an Apple, as an Apple, F-I-T-N-E-S-S-C-L-U-B-T-R-A-I-N-E-R at gmail.com. AA Fitness Club Trainer at gmail.com. I will send you healthy eating uh, charts. These are foods that I recommend if you're trying to eat healthier. I will send you workouts. I will send you any of the information that I just mentioned if you want to donate. All of these things, it's free. All you have to do is reach out, tell your family members about joining our page, join our page. It's free. Nobody will ever try to sell you anything when it comes to fitness or when it comes to eating healthy. That's how you can support us. You can add your friends to our page. You can add your friends to our our website. At the bottom of the website, we have a little distro addition button where you can go in and put your email address in. So every time we have opportunities where you can come help us feed the homeless, you can come help us clean our street. We have an adopted street in Fayetteville, North Carolina. You can come help us wrap gifts for Christmas. You can come help us give out hygiene products. If you're interested in going to Haiti or if you're interested in paying for a kid to go to school, we have a scholarship where we send 50 kids to school every year. Every year in Haiti, we send 50 kids to school and it costs 100 US dollars per kid to go to school. Think about that. 100 US dollars to go to school per year. We spend that in Starbucks but we spend that on a few times eating out at our favorite restaurant. All of those things, you can get in contact with us and you can donate and you can contribute domestically and internationally, whether it's $5, $10 or $100 to send a kid to school. And you can follow all of those donations. We're very transparent. We don't pay anybody. We're all volunteers. 100% of what you donate goes back into domestic community where we live in our communities and also helping kids have a better life at our partner organization in Haiti. Absolutely. I love it. So no matter what, you can do something, whether it's your time, whether it's your talent, or whether it's your money. So love, love, love. So Dwayne, I'm going to go ahead and close out the interview, but I want to thank you so, so very much for being our house guest. I am one, I'm inspired. I'm motivated and I'm going to need you to send me that uh, foods to eat list because for me, for me, I'll work out. And I'm like you, I like to work out with other people, but sugar is my nemesis. I mean, it's like, I can go like 20, 30 days and like be on some type of no sugar type thing. The minute it hits my lips, it's like over. So, (laughs) so I'm being, I'm being all vulnerable on here, but 
thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a house guest. Please don't be a stranger. I would love to hear even more as you travel along the journey, if we could do like a follow-up and just hear what it is that All About Fitness family is doing um, just in the months and years to come. Thank you so much, Portia. Thank, I'm super, super excited to uh, see this go live and, and change lives together because now you're a conduit for helping me change lives. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks again for spending time with me and listening to the Wake Up and Show podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show, leave a five-star review, and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.